Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. It is so great <clears throat> to be connecting with you guys. I'm all choked up because I'm just sitting on the edge of my seat thinking about our friends at WBLQ all the way across, uh, well, as Benny would say, not just the pond, but across the prairie and our flagship station for a transformation talk radio over there, uh, right there on the water of Rhode Island, right there in the Long Island Sound, uh, Julie Kleinhaus, one of our very, very special hosts on TTR, had to evacuate today, but let me give a shout-out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. How are you today? Doing well, Pat. Thank you for asking. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it is a tough time for our, you know, our friends out there on the coastline. I don't think anybody thought it was going to be quite this way. Um, for those of us that grew up in New Jersey, I don't know if you heard this yet, Benny, but um, they built this sophisticated sand barge hmm. uh, on the Jersey Shore, really. And I think it was federal funds that actually funded it. And uh, actually, as of today, that barge is gone. <laughs> no. And, Gone. So for those of you out there that are listening to the show, uh, you know, I can't express enough, you know, the, the same feelings that your governor has expressed this morning, and that is do not stay, get out. If you're advised to move, please go ahead and, and do that. I know it's hard. It's one of the hardest things that uh, any of us have ever had to do in case of weather. I was um, I lived in New Jersey, and I know what it's like to live through the floods that went through there in the 70s and so forth. And so I just say to all of you, you are in our prayers. And uh, please, please, please uh, know that you do the right things to take care of yourself and uh, your loved ones. And a shout-out to... Um, um, our friends out in Rhode Island, I believe that they have um, left the they have left the studio and are working from the transmitter tower uh, out at WBOQ. And uh, our hearts go out to you guys. They are so close to the ocean, Benny. It's a beautiful, beautiful town. If you've ever seen it, you know what I'm saying. Um, but their proximity to the Long Island Sound would be the equivalent. Uh, to living uh, in Edmonds, right? You get how close that is to the water? Man, we've got a great show for you today, demystifying psychic ability. And maybe this is something we could get a little help with today. Jack 
Rourke is joining us, the rational psychic, uh, a skeptic's guide to extraordinary perception. It's so cool to have him on the show, so cool uh, to having a conversation with him about psychic perception versus paranormal perception and much more. This is a fabulous, fabulous new book that he's put out, The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. We're really thrilled, you know, to have him here and joining us on the show. I love to check with people, you know, who have taken such an interesting journey. You know, this is somebody that is so far in touch with who he is and what he does, and he's been on Celebrity News, and he's made some incredible predictions. You know, he's been featured on CNN, the History and Travel Channels, you know, the hit CBS show, The Mentalist, and much more. But joining us today, we get to chat with him about his new book, about his life, and about what it means for each and every one of us to be accountable for the gifts that we have. Jack, thank you so much. It's so good to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Pat and Benny, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. Um, I just can't even tell you. It's, it's great to meet you. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. I mean, you know, you heard us talk a little bit about what's going on with the weather and so forth, and, you know, our prayers go out for those folks out there that... Um, you know, are really battling some of uh, what some people call one of the most uh, difficult uh, hurricanes and weather transitions we have. And I want to talk with you about weather of a different kind right now, and that is those internal storms that go on inside of each and every one of us, including you. I want to ask you a little bit about what it was like for you when you discovered that you were different, in a sense. And I, and I use that term kindly, because I've been labeled as different all my life. But what, what, what was it like when you discovered, oh, I'm really not like the rest of the people around here? Mm. Yeah, you know, that, that's a really interesting question. And, uh, and it's one that I think a lot of people like you and I, in fact, most, it would be, it would be abnormal not to, um, you know, kind of have that those sensations or those feelings like something something is different, something is unique. Um, I have met a couple of people who said, "Oh, you know, I never I never had that. I just always knew," you know. But the reality is, is that many natural psychics, you know, we we go through a long period where we don't recognize that we perceive information differently from other people. And you know, why would you? We're not inside someone else's head. We, we, we can't really see or perceive things directly the way someone else does. We would have no, no way of knowing that we, that we um, see or experience things differently. And oftentimes what happens is it takes a variety of sort of, you know, interesting or conflicting experiences where we have to really check in with ourselves. And, and there's a self-awareness that dawns on us at a certain point. And you say, oh, maybe there's something, there's something unique about me or something different and unique and not necessarily in sort of I'm better or you know more special than anyone else because I, I it is my opinion that it, these these extrasensory abilities are, are latent in all people but it's just that we we come to we each come to recognizing this type these types of abilities in in, in different ways and and one, one of the things I I talk about early on, uh, in the rational psychic is I tell some stories about you know the way that the way that my my perceiving information would sometimes cause problems you know in in 
in my social interactions or what have you. And, and to give you an example, Pat, I mean, imagine if you and I were at a party and, you know, you were with your husband or partner and I was with mine and, you know, we're chit-chatting and, and all of a sudden, you know, you, you know, maybe earlier in the day you had had a, you had had a, a tiff with your husband or partner and, you know, you just said, we'll, we'll talk about this later. We'll, we'll go to the party. We'll put on a good face and, you know, we'll just, we'll deal with this tomorrow morning. And so we go to the party and you, and you meet me and my, my, my partner, and we're, we're, we're talking, and, you know, we're laughing or doing, ha- having a nice time, and there's people around us, and all of a sudden, I might say, oh, well, you know, it's funny because we have this thing, too, and, you know, you know, sometimes it happens, you know, this is how we deal with it or what have you, and your partner looks at you like, how dare you discuss something so personal with someone we just met? Right. And, you know, and, and then, you know, he walks away, and you know you're in for it, and you look at me like, what are you doing? And then, of course, you know, we drift apart from each other, and then, you know, my partner would say, you've got to stop doing this. And I'm, I'm saying, what? I don't know what you're talking about, because I would hear and perceive the information as if you, li- you actually told me. I wouldn't right. recognize the difference between you communicating information and me actually knowing this information, because there's a subtle co- sort of cognitive disconnect where, you know, we, we, we make one and one you know, equal two, you know. Um, and so this caused, it caused some, you know, some problems for me early on, and I tell some kind of fascinating stories uh, in the book, and um, one in particular was, you know, I include where someone actually literally sat me down. You know, I had perceived some information that was, that was impossible for me to know, and I was young. I was a teenager. It was late, my late teens at the time. And this older friend, she sat me down, and, and she, she was psychic. She did cards and things. And she said, look, I have to tell you something that you're not even aware of. This is what's going on with you. It's obvious to me. And when, when she laid it out, and I, and I actually saw in a very real way what she was talking about, it literally it blew my mind. I can um, imagine. Yeah, and I suddenly became aware of why things were so difficult for me oftentimes. And uh, it changed everything that I, that I thought I understood about life, myself, reality itself. You know? But you know, before we go any further, I want to say something really important here, because you know, the rational psychic, I, I understand that people are using that moniker to, to, to define me. And obviously that's what my publisher wants, because it's a great brand. But I want to say that, that I wrote The Rational Psychic because... It is, it is a, this is a guidebook to help you, to help, to help the reader raise the bar. So to be a rational psychic, all that means to me, and what I, I want to offer this to, to your listeners, is someone grounded in fact, who, who, is, who works with integrity and is motivated by a selfless desire to serve with love. If that's what it means to be a rational psychic, and anyone can be a rational psychic when you're grounded in fact and you really understand what's going on. And a skeptic's guide to extraordinary perception, I think it's important to understand as well that a lot of people misunderstand what a skeptic is these days because we're, we're accustomed to seeing skeptics portrayed in the media as these folks that poo-poo on everything, and they wouldn't believe in a, a psychic if he sat or she sat in front of them and told them a million things there's no way they could possibly know. They found buried treasure or something dramatic, or if a UFO landed on someone's house and, and said, oh, I don't see it, it's not there. You know, these, these people are cynics. They're not skeptics. A skeptic is someone that has an open mind who goes on an inquiry into those things that which are assumed to be true. 
So when I write about the skeptic's guide to extraordinary perception, I'm writing from, from a position where I understand this is true, and I'm going to tell you exactly why it's real, how it works, in very grounded, a very grounded, direct way. I don't use any spiritual metaphors throughout the book, and that was intentional. Well, this is really part of the conversation that, you know, all of us really want to have is to understand this. But, you know, one of the things I want to talk about when we come back, you know, is, first of all, you talk about that really clearly in the book. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about the idea of, of things being, uh, you know, many of us being different. I mean, even the quote from Einstein in the book, you know, where Einstein's questioning, is it me or is everybody else crazy? Right. It really does talk to the invitation here uh, of please, you know, let's take a look at what this means. When we come back, Jack, I want to talk with you about how we can take a rational approach. Now, one of the things also, and I mentioned this earlier, was the hit TV show, The Mentalist. And, you know, when you watch that show, I think everybody that watches it, you know, has these arguments. Is this guy a psychic or not? You know, it's fascinating, isn't it? And it is. But what it does with that character, and it is a character, what it does is it really points to the question of whether or not each of us is willing to take a walk on the wild side and explore our intuitive nature, which every one of us has. Jack Rock joining me here today. When we come back, we've got copies of The Rational Psychic to give away. And uh, Jack and I will talk about this phenomenon and the dedication of the book. Dedicated to one special little lamb and fellow black sheep everywhere. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Some talk networks broadcast whatever they want to, whether the vibration is high or low. Others tune in to the highest vibration possible to help people live life full out. These networks don't come along very often. But when they do, they remind us that we can achieve everything that is possible to help ourselves, to help others, and to help the planet. Hello, everyone. I'm Sue London. I'm Karen Hager. I'm CJ Liu. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by these networks aren't concerned about sensationalizing bad news. They hear something on the radio and then all of a sudden their whole day is ruined. They aren't concerned about sensationalizing individuals' setbacks. Powerful, inspiring. They focus on an amazing, innovative broadcast network. You can learn a lot. That helps people rise up. That helps people become empowered empowered living radio is where you can find it that helps people say yes to standing in the abundance and amazement that is their lives the urge to grow these 
networks remind us that everything is possible. Let us inspire you. That nothing is limited. Epic social change. That our lives are much more than anything our minds would hope us to believe. Overcome those challenges in your life. These networks help us rise and shine to the occasion of our lives. True empowerment. Transformation Talk Radio is one of these networks. Transformative radio show that will change your life. Won't you join us? Join us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, you know, I'm so, so thrilled to have Jack joining us here today, Jack Rourke, for those of you out there. The book is A Rational Psychic. What I'd love to do before we keep uh, we keep going here is I'd love to give a copy of the book away. And the easiest way for us to do that is to simply take the first caller that calls into our toll-free number. Mr. Benny is going to handle this, as he always does. And that is 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, we'd love to give away our first copy of the book uh, and and have each of you out there have an opportunity to enjoy this. If you're not able to call in and you want to get your own copy of the book, please go ahead and do that. Um, our friends at Sounds True uh, actually have put this book out with uh, the hard, hard work, I would imagine, of Jack. And that uh, you could pretty much get the book anywhere. Jack, thank you so much for joining us here today. It's great to have you on the show. Oh, it's really a pleasure to be here, you know, honestly. And i got to ask you a, a question. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you've been in front of radio, on television, you know, people on the street. I mean, what has been the most difficult situation you've ever been in and the reason i asked that question because many people think i remember i remember one of the questions coming in from uh, from one of our listeners i think they asked john holland on my show mm-hmm. you know uh, you know if you're a if you're a psychic then you, you know you should be able to get yourself the juiciest date on the planet mm. uh, so uh, you know the, we have this this thinking about you guys right mm-hmm. yeah we yeah can snap your finger you can go to the horse races you can predict this predict that Mm -hmm. but i can only imagine what your life is like and i wanted to ask you about that well that's that's um that's a a multifaceted question and it's a wonderful question because it leads to some some important things that that folks need to understand about what it means to be an extrasensory individual um the, the reality is, is that any disciplined and trained professional is not walking around uh, with their ability turned on 24-7. And the reason being for this is that what people don't understand is that what, when, you, when you exercise psychic attunement, 
which is is when you're attuning to that that increased awareness, or as a medium, if you're attuning to the energy bodies of of those those things that are around us, you're shifting focus of your awareness. You're literally disassociating away from the five physical senses. And first and foremost, you know, when psychic development begins, well, I don't want to digress. It's another conversation. But the important thing is if you walk around in this state of mind, you will put a strain on your nervous system. You will become irritable, uh, self-conscious, um, judgmental. It will also, and as I'm ticking these things off, I imagine folks can, can, can identify these characteristics in, within the ranks of sort of the rank-and-file psychic community, you know, yeah. as people are developing. What also, what people don't realize is to compensate for the, the emotional and psychological stresses that they put their subconscious on, um, they develop controlling and manipulative behaviors. They could be very coercive people, self-serving, um, self-centered, perceiving themselves at the center of circumstances or assuming themselves at the center or offering opinion when it's not necessary because they feel compelled. You know, these are all things that, that I'm going to say something that is very important. When you're, when you're in a state of attunement, you are softening your personal boundaries and allowing energies to impress themselves upon you. Now, a, a professional, a trained person does this deliberately. They're conscious of these impressions as they manifest within, within awareness. When you are not properly trained, this process will increase emotional and mental instability and cause you to act in ways that when you, if you knew better, you would do better, you see. And so it, this is, you know, psychic development is a very serious exercise. And so walking around like this all the time is not something that, that a healthy person does. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, can you, can you use this ability to make money? It, it has been done. At SRI, uh, the Stanford, uh, Stanford Research Institute in the early 80s, they actually predicted nine weeks in a row, I believe it was the gold uh, standard or something, and they made $120,000. And this was actually featured in, in 1983 on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. You know, so the, the, you can conceivably use your psychic awareness for, for, for these types of things, but the reality is is that, you know, the more you're focused on yourself and your own gain, the less, the less successful you are as a psychic, and certainly the less, the less ethical you are as a psychic. Because there's two ver- we use the words intuition and psychic sort of interchangeably, but the, uh, but the reality is what I talk about in the rational psychic is that psychic perception is the ability to perceive on command impersonal information for, on behalf of our client or a, you know, a target or something like that. But intuition is a personal guidance system. And intuition is used to direct our own, our own awareness toward those things that are fulfilling towards us, meeting our own needs. And, and these are two, and intuition and psychic perception, it's important to understand these are distinct because, again, you know, Pat, if you and I were, were friends and, yeah. you come, and you come to me and you share maybe, you know, a difficulty you're experiencing, and I, I go ahead and start telling you intuitively what, what you should do, well, I would do this, and I, you, know, you need to do that, and you need to do this. What happens is I'm imposing the context of my beliefs, 
and my needs onto you. And I'm not allowing you to feel heard. That's me imposing my intuition, my personal guidance onto you. That's not psychic, okay? That's, that's some, a friend who's not listening and not hearing and identifying your needs. You right. know? And as a psychic, our, that's our job, is to listen and perceive impersonal information. We set ourselves aside and dive into the context of an, another individual and, and receive information for them because their awareness isn't as expanded as it is, as ours. You know, one of the things that I'm really struck by is, you know, how absolutely brilliant is the way that you describe this process. Mm. Now, you know, I know you had, an, an, uh, like so many of us, really, actually, uh, you had a um, just an early teenage childhood heartbreak. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I get I get asked questions, how do you contribute the death of your mom when you were seven? How do you contribute that for some of the abilities you have? Mm-hmm. And I've never really been able to answer that because, honestly, between you and me, I wasn't really sure at seven years old what was going on, except that my mom died, right? Yes, yes. But I wanted you to, to talk to this a little bit because we hear so often that, People such as yourself, mm-hmm. others, go through traumatic experiences yes. to peel the onion, so to speak, for themselves. Uh, can you talk to that for a, for a little bit? Uh, I'd be I'd be delighted to, because you bring up another really important uh, question. Now, but before we dive into that, I want to say really quickly is that sure. one of the the principle people might not understand why we're talking about some of these struggles or traumas or why the book spends so much time discussing what psychic perception is versus what it isn't. And the reason is for this. The primary goal in psychic development is to, is to instruct the student to identify the psychic signal within the brain from the background noise created mm-hmm. by the brain and the environment. And so in order to distinguish the psychic awareness from these, the, the noise, quote, in our brain, we have to understand what that noise is, okay? And that can be environmentally induced or emotional, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then we, we, what we do is we help the student identify, uh, recognize that signal, the psychic signal, and then we reinforce it by giving them positive feedback. And so, you know, the, the natural psychic, the person who believes that they can readily identify these things are unique, yeah, just as you described. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to name names because it's not my, my place to do so, but if, if, if listeners will just imagine the, some of the most famous people in this field, and you're going to, and just, you know, you're going to know that there's alcoholism with one of their parents, a lot of trauma, and this is some of the most well-known people. And we, and there's a, there's a misperception here that people think that folks like us, we fell from a cloud or that, you know, we're, we're, we've been sort of imbued with this ability by God. And, and maybe, maybe that there, there is something to that because we can give meaning to our experiences in a variety of different ways. But what I challenge people to do in the rational psychic is, is not use their personal beliefs or even their most powerful, meaningful experiences as an excuse to avoid looking at themselves in a really, really honest way. And, you know, one of the challenges that I faced, as you alluded to, was when I was 14 years old, my twin sister died. And what was unique for me about that experience, and and I'm just kind of making it an abridged version of the story, is at the moment of her passing, a being came to me and lifted me from my body 
And, I, and he said to me, look, he said, don't be afraid. And he said, look. And I turned my awareness to my right, and I saw my sister standing there. And she, was oh, wow. whole, and she was whole and bright and smiling. Her legs were straight. And I, I, this is important to understand because my sister was in a wheelchair her entire life. And for the first <laughs> time, I saw her running and laughing. She was free from, free from her body and filled with so much joy and so much light that, that, she, that it, was, it, it literally altered my perception of life and death and what it means to be human. And this is really important. This, 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 this experience was the first time that I can really point to something and say, I perceived something I had no way of knowing in a means other than my five physical senses. Because after I came out of this state, it was only sometime after that I was, that I was told that my sister had indeed died. You know, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop there. You know, as we were talking about, is that with children, now, you know, whether you lose a parent when you're very young or there's a lot of trauma at home, upheaval, emotional distress, what happens is, is that children begin to, 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 children are conditioned to feel that their survival depends on an ability for them to predict and control their environment because people aren't giving and making their environment safe for them. Right. And so, and, and I don't know if you can identify with this, but many of, many students that I've worked with, what happens is, um, they're put in the position as children or, or young people where they become the caretakers. You know, whether it's Absolutely. like... Whether Absolutely. It's like, yes, yes. And whether it's like me with my, with my sister. Right. Or, or me with my mom. Or you with your mom or, or grandma lives at home or what have right. you. You know, is that, is that these highly sensitive people, we, we are sensitive because of the, the instability and trauma at home. And then we add in the component of having to act for a caretaker. And what this does is it reinforces psychologically that our survival is dependent upon our need, our ability to meet the needs of those around us. And now each of us, each of us within us has this, this faculty within our, within our brain, and it's called need relevance. And basically, uh. in a nutshell, is... We're, we're, we're inundated with millions of bits of information per second, but most of it is directed into our sub, sub and unconscious mind. That which, makes into our, that which makes it into our conscious awareness meets a standard of need relevance. We need to know it. It's relevant to our, to our well-being and our survival, so it is permitted in our conscious awareness. And so what happens is, is with, these, with children and young people who grow up in these unstable environments, we have a heightened sense of need relevance. Because, like I said, we, the well-being of other people is relevant to our survival. And, what, and as the second thing is, because of the stress, because of the stress, because of the trauma, and because of our need to recognize when mom or dad's had a rough day at work and we need to disappear when they come home, you know, our, at the center of our, our brain we have what's called an amygdala. And the amygdala helps define our experiences emotionally. It, it helps catalog memory according to emotion. It's the center of our fight-or-flight response. But what's unique about the amygdala is it actually senses information outside the bounds of time. Mm. You know, it's constantly scanning the environment for pain and pleasure, opportunity. Mm. And, what, and there's important research done by Dr. Dean Radin at the Institute of Noetic Sciences where he measured the stress response 
in, in skin conductance. And this is a completely unconscious response. We can't control it. You can't make yourself sweat. And so what happened was he put people in a controlled environment, and this study was replicated at several other universities, and, um, and he would, people would uh, then, these, controlled, um, these uh, controlled subjects, they would, they, would, they would observe, you know, um, scenes of gore or, or heightened sexual activity or images of benign sort of pastoral or, or beautiful fields or, you know, pets smiling, this kind of thing. And what they would see is that moments before people would view these images on a computer screen, that their skin conductance would spike. So what it showed was, but, but when there was a benign image, there'd be no change in the, in the baseline. So what, what they learned was there's an aspect of our awareness that senses danger, that is aroused before the, these, these things actually even enter into our experience. Yeah. I mean, that's a phenomenal, that is a phenomenal study and research. You and I are a lot alike. We're both researchers. So, you know, part of this has been a blessing, and part of this has really been a curse because, you know, we start out looking for uh, the kinds of scientific information that so many people look for, and at the same time, you, you know, I know that you get who you are, and this is part of why it's so great to talk with you when we come back from break. We're going to talk about... One of my favorite topics that Jack covers in the book, psychic or psychotic. You know, what is the relationship between how we live our lives, our psychic ability, our emotions, and how the world perceives our state of mind? Fascinating conversation, folks. <laughs> if you're like me, you've probably been called crazy a few times. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have another copy of the book to give away. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, my very special guest, Jack Rourke. Change your coffee experience forever with Kamano Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown delicious coffee. The Kamano Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 250 callers. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. Just pay $8.95 shipping and handling, and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at $16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grade. That's 855-438-8671. Tune in each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Wednesday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern Time, and express and experience the infinite possibilities waiting in each and every moment as you listen to From the Heart with Elizabeth Cookson. Get ready for a packed hour of laughter, tears, and a soul full of emotions as Elizabeth raises your vibration and shifts your spirit. For more information about Elizabeth and to schedule a session, visit ElizabethCookson.com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. 
Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. The hit radio show Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina is energizing people everywhere to rise to the occasion of their lives. Do you feel overwhelmed by all the information out there that's designed to improve your life? Do you feel that you're destined to become more? Are you sometimes afraid to fully express who you are? Let Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina help you to step into true empowerment, leading you to greater joy, ease, and abundance. Co-host Christine Upchurch and Sabrina Fritz in invite you to join them every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio and rise to the occasion of your life. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Hey, Jack Rock joining me here today. Uh, Jack, uh, for those people out there, you know, I want to make sure jackrock.net and R-O-U-R-K-E.net. Jack, did I, am I pronouncing your name right? Because I'm you, probably giving you a little West Coast, East Coast pronunci- pronunciation of no, it. No, 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 it's exactly right. It's Jack Rourke or jackrourke.net, and the book is The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. You can pick that up on Barnes & Nobles or Amazon.com, or, or, and there's links to them, those, both those, those sites on my website, jackrourke.net. Uh, yeah. And I also want to mention for those of you out there, um, when you go to Jack's website, check out the Center for Psychic Living as well as, you know, the sections on paranormal research and so forth. I mean, Jack has put together a fabulous, fabulous, what I would like to say is a wealth of information for those out there. The book as well uh, does a great, great job of, of, of just helping folks understand completely what's happening. So I want to thank all of you for, for tuning us in, turning us on, and doing what you do so well. Uh, and that is, the, you're just extraordinary, extraordinary audience to be to be connecting with. Now, as I said before, Jack, we have another book to give away, and I want to make sure we do that. For those of you out there, um, 1-800-930-2819, that is our toll-free number here at the Dr. Pat Show. We would love, love, love for you to give us a shout. First caller, Benny, would love to give you a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819. Jack, you know, I mentioned before the break this idea of psychic or psychotic, and, you know, that's probably uh, a little bit of my term, but you, you do address this in the book as well, and and the conversation about um, 
about emotions because, you know, we go a long way to really understand what it is that folks like you do. And I mentioned the character of the mentalist earlier. I mean, when you watch that show, you're just not sure from moment to moment if that guy is okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I know it's TV, but, you know, there are a lot of, how should I say it? There are a lot of things out there that stigmatize who you are and what you do. And I want to talk about this a little bit because I don't think that I think that I don't think you're alone. I think there are people that go through this all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with this idea, perceptions of the other world, what people expect of you and and what a psychic really is or isn't? Yeah, that's that's another great question, Pat. You know, you know, I feel like. You know, we're kind of coming into a new understanding of what psychic phenomena is. And we are, and people who do my kind of work or involved in the holistic field are becoming more mainstream. And as such, I feel like it's important to, to conduct ourselves in a more, you know, professional uh, manner because we do serious work. Uh, just the other day, I was introduced to a, a gentleman, and, uh, and he said, oh, I... And actually, well, he, I've met him several times, but we never actually personally engaged. He's a friend of a friend. And uh, we met, and this friend of ours, mutual friend, had to walk away and do something. So he said, hey, you know, I met this woman recently, and she does what you do. And I said, oh, is that right? And he said, yes. And then he went on, and he said, yes, she, she, I met her at a party, and she started telling me all about my past life, that, that I was a gladiator, and I was this and that and the other thing. And I listened patiently, and I said, well, that's, that's interesting. And I don't want people to, to misunderstand me here, as I'm not, I'm not condemning this type of practice. But what I said was, I said, well, that's not really what I do. I, I, I tend to deal more in fact. And, and there are some therapeutic values to giving information to people that can't be readily verified. Um, and not all psychic information is immediately verifiable. But if we're going to raise the bar and expect that, you know, that our field be respected, we have to begin to deal with information that can be objectively verifiable. You know, and this is what psychic perception is. It's the ability to perceive information without using the five physical senses that can be objectively verified. And what I, what I mentioned in the book is that there's a second kind of perceiving information, that's paranormal perception. And that's, the, and that's perceiving information that is largely based on belief system and cannot be objectively verified. And here's the problem with paranormal perception versus psychic perception. As we talked about earlier, is that the principal goal in psychic development is to identify the psychic signal from the noise within the brain. And, what, and there's two ways to do that. First, you teach the student how to recognize psychic information, and then what you need to do is reinforce their perception of that information. And the only way that you can positively reinforce the perception of information, psychic information, is by, is by them experiencing what it's like to perceive something that is objectively real. You know, really quickly, this past summer, I did an exercise with some students where on a, yeah. on a, on a Sunday evening, I, I sent out an email and I said our class was on Tuesday night. And I, excuse me, on Wednesday night, and, but I said on Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock, everyone is to uh, go into meditation and wait for me. I said, because from the future, I'm going to reveal to you an image, and you are to just jot it down, describe it, 
in any way you can. And, of course, I got a bunch of emails. What are you talking about from the future? And I said, <laughs> I will be showing you an image from the future, and you are to record it. Full stop. That's it. No more direction. Well, you would think that was, that was maddening. So, when we, you know, Wednesday evening when we went to do this, you know, half the, most of the class didn't, was, half the class wasn't even prepared because they, they were too fearful to attempt it. What I had done was I, I, had, I had taken some images out of, out of some different magazines, and I put them in six sealed envelopes, six images in six sealed envelopes. I selected these images by, at random on Wednesday afternoon. So that means that I selected these images after my students had already recorded what these images were, right? I selected these images by rolling dice. Oh, and my then gosh. I, and, and then I, I put them in envelopes according to a dice roll. And then when we got to class, we, everyone had an opportunity to roll a dice to decide who would then be the person who would roll the dice, which would select which envelope became the target. You see, completely random. Well, oh my gosh. when push came to shove and we had, we had the envelope, I said, right, it's time to reveal. And I turned to the woman, my student on my, on my right, and I said, please show me what you recorded in your meditation. And she said, oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I got this. I can't. I can't. I, you know, I don't even want to show you. I'm embarrassed. And I said, please show me. She was, well, I, I made a sketch. And I said, perfect. And she turned her notebook to me. And there was the profile of a Native American in a beautiful headdress. And I said, that's really interesting. And she goes, I know, I'm sorry. You told me to record down impressions, and this is what I did. I said, no, look in this envelope. And she opened the envelope, and was a full, what she found inside was a full-color image of a Native American with a beautiful headdress standing on the top of a, a prairie mound in the, in the, in the Midwest. Wow. That, what is, you, and, that she will forever be changed by that because then she, exactly. can, she can see it is a confidence builder. And what she can do is she can relive the experience of what it's like to perceive information and then have it immediately validated. You can't do that when you're talking about belief system. Mm. And then, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, Pat. Well, I, what I want to say is, I mean, this is really, you know, a, a very, very clear conversation about what a psychic is or what it isn't. Mm. And, you know, this is, I, I mean, there's a level of accountability, Jack, that I just want to point to. Yes. Because, you know, you, you all are really held accountable for what you say. Yeah. You know, it's not like you could say, "Oh, I got, I gave my, I, I gave my brother a tip on the race, and you know, the horse race or something, right?" Yeah. And, and, and if the horse didn't come in, it's like say la vie. No, you're really out in front, mm-hmm. and there's a level of accountability that yeah. uh, that I hear you talking about, and also that you talk about in the book. It's really clear to me mm-hmm. that that is really what. Uh, being a psychic really is all about. There is a level of accountability and responsibility that you have. Yes, and it's not. It's not. We, what we're doing is not for amusement. Sure, there's a, there's an entertaining um, there's entertaining aspects of this field, you know. But the reality is is that in the in the day to day grind of dealing with clients, um, is that people there's a misconception among cynics. And that, you know, people who come to us are, are sort of 
oh, they're emotionally fragile and we're taking advantage of people. And that's not so the case. Is that I know, and like many of my colleagues, we have professional, educated, wonderful people right down to, you know, your average, you know, blue-collar or unemployed person. Everyone comes to people like us. You know, it's it's not one particular class or character or person. I, I had a client just on Friday who was a Ph.D. and an M.D., and she was struggling with some serious, serious things, you know, and we dealt with them, you know, in a very factual way, you know. Um, and this is what it, this is, this is important, because what happens is when you get immersed in, in assuming that psychic perception is something about belief system or something about just confirming emotional impressions, you get caught in this, this, this you're like a tiger catching its tail. You get caught right. in this, self-deluding loop where you no longer rely on the outside world to tell you what is real and you you can get caught in this spell this tailspin that actually lends itself to delusional thinking and emotional instability and what happens is you, when you, in this state when you begin to um, craft your identity your 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 very idea of who you are around this this fictitious or even this unverified ability, you can you can unravel. And now I talk about a really extreme situation in the third chapter, Science Psychosis, what you're talking about, where I was sitting early on, early on in my career, after I've been doing this several years on my own, I decided, you know, I should maybe find a class because I was looking for someone to, to help me take my, my ability to the next level. And what I did is I got involved in a class for a very short period of time where one of the women committed suicide. Wow. This, this mm. is serious business. Mm. It is serious. It is serious business. And, you know, what I love about, Jack, I love about your work and what you do and and uh, is to really bring the importance of this work to the forefront. Yes. You know, and, and yeah, you're right. I mean, don't we all want to, you, you know, call our psychic, what, what is the language? Call our psychic and get a reading. I think that's important. But yeah. I think we're all now acutely aware of, yeah. you know, the significance of the body of work that some of you have said yes to. It's not, it's not, it. I have to tell you, it, it's, when I think about you and, and my buddy John Holland and a couple of other folks and what you've said yes to, especially the work that you do at police, mm-hmm. uh, police departments and, and other organizations as such, I, I can't even imagine being you. I really can't. It takes, in my mind, such an incredible level of accountability and integrity uh, to do what you do. I, I, I don't even know how you even said yes to this. I mean, is it, was it possible for you to say no? Oh, without without a doubt, you know, with, without without a doubt. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't growing up and saying, "Hey, you know what? I didn't grow up. I'm going to be a psychic." You know, that was that was not. That was not. I didn't even believe in this. To be to be perfectly frank, you know. But you know, what I found is that over the years, is that you know, the path of least resistance in my life was embracing this work. Mm. You know, all the doors opened. You know, even how even how I had this opportunity to write this book, how the opportunity came to do different to do TV. You know, these things are, are what some folks struggle to achieve, and yet these it, this is my it seems to be my path because it just it, these doors just open for me in a timely, elegant way. 
And I was tired of fighting and struggling in life and trying to force and achieve in other directions. And I, and I realized when I just let go, this is where, this, this, is, this, this seems to be where I'm meant to be, you know, and it feels good to me to be doing this work. It feels good to me to be talking to you right now, Pat. And, and it, I, feel, I feel like I'm in the flow. Yeah. And this is this is how I know that I'm doing the work that the the authentic the authentic part of who I am feels alive when I'm connected and doing this work, and that's how I know I'm doing the right thing. Um, and John, anyone who's met John knows that he he is a beautiful man. He is clearly one of the most talented psychics to come out of this country in the last 25 years. Um, and he, yeah, I mean, his yeah. level of work and commitment that he's exhibited is extraordinary. And I have to tell you, I, all of us here at the Dr. Pat show, Linda, who booked this, all of the people, it sounds true. You know, uh, we so honor who you are, Jack, and, and so appreciate you coming on the show. I, I hope you will take me up on, on my invitation and come back. I would love for you to come back. We haven't even touched upon many of the things in the book. Um, and I just want to thank you for doing all that you do. Oh, you know, thank you, Pat. You know, and honestly, you know, it's, it's, you know, when people appreciate what, what we do, it just, it really makes it that much more meaningful. And, I, and I'm really grateful that you gave me the opportunity to share the Rational Psychic with, with your audience. You know, it is, it's, a, it's an amazing guide to help you understand what's really going on inside the psychic and paranormal mind. Yeah. And it will, if you're a psychic, I promise you, it will, it will empower you to be better and, and, and more clearly understand what you do if you're a paranormal investigator, you will be a better paranormal investigator. And if you're just curious, the answers are, are all in here in this book. I love it. Jack Rourke, everyone, the Rational Psychic. Thank you, Jack. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you, Mr. Benny. I know you were jumping and skipping to get the callers for the book. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. Let's go out and I can be saved. Living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. Transformation Talk Radio, a higher consciousness perspective. The hosts on Transformation Talk Radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift, a new vision for a collective future. They are empowering and 
helping all of us experience a powerful wave of personal shifts and cultural change as we break through to even greater levels of awareness. Take down our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Call in, connect, make sure you tap into some of the world's most empowering psychics, healers, and more. Get an on-air reading with the best. Tune in, transformationtalkradio.com. Hey, everybody, we'll see you there. And now I love, I feel like fear just cripples you and love frees you. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing and changing from fear to love and showing people that that's the only way. I love, I love, I love, I no longer fear. Thank you. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think that Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening. And keep us tuned in right here on Transformation, Transformation Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. Aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and she... Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great, we should spread the word. Absolutely, spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com.